Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, and welcome to Supergirl TV Talk. This is the show where we talk about the upcoming CBS show, Supergirl. I'm Frank, and with me, as ever, is the outstanding superlative, Tim. I don't know where I am. No. <laughs> we are uh, we are talking to you via Skype from the Phantom Zone today. Yes, we are. I really it keeps moving. It yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm getting a little flipping a little over dizzy. and over mm. and over again. It's like a really slow moving Disney ride. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, Frank, let's talk about the big the big news. Are you speechless? Are you speechless because of who we just spoke with? Yeah, no, our our guest today was linked to the Supergirl myth since the starring role in 84 Supergirl film. Um, since then, she was in The Legend of Billie Jean, Ruthless People, City Slickers, and made memorable TV appearances on Seinfeld, Young and the Restless Will, and Grace Grace Anatomy, Supernatural, Mad Men, and my personal favorite, Batman, the animated series. Uh-huh. Uh, even though she's been successful in other ways, she's also been at the core of Supergirl and Superman fandom for a long time, starring as Lara on Smallville, and now she comes to Supergirl in 2015 after her brief stint of writing comics in 2010. Uh, but here we are talking today with Helen Slater. Enjoy. All right. And we are thrilled to be joined by the one and only Helen Slater today. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's great. It's great to be talking to, uh, I understand, you're, you're, uh, my fellow Long Islander. I am. I was yeah. born in Massapequa. Where, where are you from? Uh, I, I am. I'm from uh, the Mineola area. Um, I was born in Manhasset. So. Oh, okay. Oh my yeah. goodness. And then I lived in Great Neck for. Oh, okay. Um, seven years before yeah. moving to Manhattan. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Well, it's it's a pleasure to be talking with you. Thank you. So let's let's go back to let's go back to 1984. Uh, so Supergirl was obviously it was your breakout your breakout role at a young age. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how you were cast right out of school and what that process was like? I understand it was a pretty whirlwind uh, experience. It really was. I went to performing arts high school and had asked my parents if I could take the year off before going to college. Because while I was at performing arts high school, which was the same school, you really weren't allowed to work. So this is sort of a chance to kind of you know, just see if I could get work. And they were very supportive of that. And then the Supergirl audition, I graduated in June of 82. And I think the Supergirl audition was in September. So pretty fast. Wow. Um, and um, I was 18. I remember that my mom helped sew a costume for the audition. <laughs> and that, uh, you know, it was very, just very, I, I don't know. I think at 18, you're just so full of, you just don't know how impossible something is. So I think I probably just had that false sense of, I can do this. Why not? Put on a cape. Put on a thing. <laughs> um, and then they flew me to for screen test in England. And um, very, I mean, it was very whirlwindy. I didn't really know that there were so many people auditioning for, you know, it, it, they kept it very, I never had another sense. I don't think the other actresses did that. There were a bunch of other, so many other people auditioning, but there was a documentary made, and I, it was some, like, crazy, like 500 people they were looking at or something to find it. So it was a very big honor and kind of a life-changing moment for me, for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. 
That's cool. You've um you've said in the past that your fondest memory was doing all the wire work for for the movie. Did you find yourself a natural flyer or was it a challenge for you? You know, that whole experience and interestingly I was talking to Melissa Benoist about this because mm. she had to prepare and learn flying for um for the series. But for me, that was the most um that preparation was almost more thrilling than the actual movie. I was very thin when I got the part. I had to gain like 15, 18 pounds, something like that. And I was trained by Alf Joint. And it wasn't just wire work. It was trampolining and horseback riding and running twice a week and swimming three times a week and weight training three times a week and fencing. And his whole approach, um, and with Chris too, was... Just have her and, like Chris, do as much athletic things as possible. Just keep having every day be doing athletic activities, athletic activities. And and the wire work, what you know, that was almost like the, I don't know, like the most thrilling of all because it sort of was putting everything together and you had to, you know, you're just, you have to be so... Um, you really do have to be fearless to be cranked up on wires a good 75 feet up in the air <laughs> doing somersaults <laughs> and ballet and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, that was a pretty – that was definitely a high point for me. Wow. It sounds, it takes a lot of courage to do that. Um, yeah. I, the first time I went up on the wires – I in fact, I was telling Melissa this too. I remember singing Hello, Dolly to myself. <laughs> Why Hello, Dolly? I cannot tell you. It was like a camp song I think I learned. But like as and I remember singing it when I was really young when I had to learn how to water ski. So it must be when you're doing something super scary, like trying to get up on water skis or learning how to fly that you sing <laughs> Hello Dolly <laughs> in on Planet Ellen. Oh, that's great. Uh so it, it it seems like once you're in that the Superman, Supergirl family you know, you're you're in for life, at least as long as far as the fans are, are concerned, right? Like fans remember your connection to the franchise and they follow your work because they, they discovered you through through Supergirl. You know, what's that been like to, you know, going to conventions and having fans? I've, just? I've had like I've had this very lucky thing. I mean, maybe it's part of living in Los Angeles, but I feel like I've gotten to live a very normal life. I mean, I'm I just don't feel the the same piece of it very much. However, when I have been to the conventions, I've done a handful of those, um, and I meet the fans who've been who are so kind and so just um, just like really amazing. I'm grateful for that that they that they're so dedicated and know all the films that I've done and especially the all the stuff with Supergirl. And then I did a stint on Smallville, and now of right. course. Um, and now, of course, the series. So, you know, it's gratifying. It's a very alternate universe. If you're, if you weren't a fan of the superhero world and what that is, it kind of wouldn't make sense. But the people that know that world and are inside it, it really is like a whole other universe of, you know, it's just in, it's just fascinating and very warm-hearted. And I've had a very positive experience with that. Oh, that's so great to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you mentioned your role on Smallville, so you made a few appearances as Lara, who is Superman's birth mother. Was it was it strange, you know, being on a Superman show with Laura Vandervoort there as a new Supergirl, and was it kind of a weird deja vu to be like, oh, I'm here again, but now I'm not well, Supergirl? Well, that was the first time I had that weird, and I had it again with Melissa a little mm. bit, 
um, where I just saw someone who's, you know, 20-something years younger than me, and and she was in full costume, Laura was, the first time I met her. I think, like, I had come to the set. I don't remember what it was, but there was some, for some reason, she was in her costume, I'm pretty sure, and having that weird feeling of, oh, because she was very blonde, unlike Melissa, super, super blonde, the way mm-hmm. that I was, mm-hmm. and kind of looked sort of, it just, I was like, wow, was that what it was like to look at me back then? I don't know, very weird, very, <laughs> very strange funhouse mirror because, you know, it hasn't been done that much. This is only really the second time um, after Smallville that they're taking right. a whack at it since my, since the 1984 movie. Wow, you're right, right. And then and then you also, a few years back, um, you co-wrote a story for Supergirl Comics, right, with Jake Black, yeah, that um, was great fun. And that that must have been. Uh, I mean, we actually had a, a, a Twitter um, listener ask us if, if DC came back to you and, and asked you to write another, you know, someday, I hypothetically. I would. It's yeah. so much fun. And Jake's <laughs> such a fun co-writer. And I'm, I love, the, you know, I just thought it was so, such a fun thing. And he was such a great resource because he knows that world so well. Like, sure. no, you can't have any of this. Like, it was interesting. I actually learned rules about this superhero world that I didn't know before. Like you can never have, I mean, it's probably obvious to anyone that knows it, but it wasn't obvious to me, but you can't have any kind of religious thing. You can't have anything about gods or goddesses or anything with a direct reference to mythology or I can't remember all that, but it was like interesting because it is its own mythology, I guess. And it's not anyway, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's cool. Um, you've had, apart from even writing and then being in uh, Supergirl as Kara, you've got to play her aunt on Smallville. You now play her adopted mother. Does playing Do playing all these various figures in the Supergirl mythos give you any kind of unique perspective, maybe something you didn't have when you were 18 and played her the first time? I mean, it's. I feel like it's an honor, honestly, first of all, to keep, just to keep working as an actress, like, which I've had the good fortune that I've been working since I'm 15 and have continued to work through the years, but to have, but these, this particular job, like of being, of honoring my first big role, it just feels, I don't know, like a privilege. I'm so happy in the fans and um, Warner brothers and CBS, they've all been so welcoming and very nice to me so i'm i'm looking forward to it and and the um episode five which is sort of a big episode for my character they you know they um there's just so many lovely turns in the script that Mm -hmm. i i really have high hopes for it i i hope people respond to it the way i think they will which is just this very fun um big show i mean it's a big show big effects but at the center of it there's so much heart so much humor and just really great special effects and um cgi which has come such a long way since 1984 oh sure no no rear projection flying in this one right No, I yeah. did a lot of that. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, you did. You did. Um, so, so let's talk about the the new show a little bit. Um, can you tell us a little bit about about your role um, and you know what what you're allowed to say, obviously, and and um, what we can look forward to? Yeah, I mean, I I'm not allowed to say too much, but I can definitely give you the 
flashbacks or I'm playing her earth mother or sometimes referred to as her adopted mother or her foster mother. Interestingly, that was sort of a challenge. Um, what, you know, how to refer to me as either foster mother, adopted mother. But anyway, I am, I am her adopted slash foster slash earth mother. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, you know, the, the way that they're setting it up now is I have a biological daughter who um, Kyler Lee is playing. Right. Mm -hmm. And she is the older sister who's supposed to be protecting Supergirl. Like, that's kind of one of her roles in a certain way. And what you find out in this, in the backstory and in episode five, where there's a lot of flashback stuff, um, you see why and what the concern was and, um, and just this deep love that I have for Kara. And Aww. so that's actually quite lovely and sort of needed and put Kyler, um, Alex, my biological daughter, mm -hmm. in the position of really looking after her, had put that pressure on her. And so really interesting family dynamics of just her having to carry that responsibility as the older sister and then Kara being the one that's always being protected and always being looked after because not wanting her to get hurt or to be taken away or, and there's some really fun twists and turns about why we have that concern and why there's such a vigilance around her, not her keeping her identity secret and, and all that good stuff. It really, cool. it really sounds like you you care about this role. You know, it's nice to hear you talk with, you know, with with some passion about it. It's um, it's it's very nice to hear. Yeah, I think they put some time. I think they put some good thought into it, and potentially, um, they have these two beautiful girls in flashback scenes, and I toggle between both because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm in the grown up with the grown up kids and the young kids. And so potentially they have fun, really fun things to show, which they do in episode five with the young kids, with the young Supergirl, um, Kara, figuring out her power. And, you know, that's, I think that's always so delightful when you see little kids. I don't know. I have like a particular soft spot for that <laughs> where you're like, I can fly or, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking so much about, you know, playing a mother on the show and these daughters. How did your daughter react when she found out that you played Supergirl? I don't know if she had a big reaction to that. I don't even know if she's ever seen the whole movie. But I do have a very <laughs> fun thing to say, which is um, my husband, for many years, just all the years that my daughter, before she went to college, they would make me a birthday movie. And for my 40th oh. birthday movie, because my husband is an editor as well as um a director of our theater company, a bunch of other things. Mm -hmm. He put together a birthday for my 40th birthday where in the sequence where I'm flying, Hannah, my daughter, who was a big Harry Potter fan, flies into the scene on her broomstick. Oh. And while I'm flying with the green screen behind me, she's like, you know, see you in 20 years, Mom. Don't forget to name me Hannah. And then oh. flies out of the scene. <laughs> that, so, that is, she, she's that's seen awesome. that scene. She Easy. knows that. <laughs> That's, that's adorable. A, that's awesome. That's oh my beautiful. goodness! Yeah. You've over the past couple of years, you've released a few uh, song albums, um, and your latest one, "Myths of Ancient Greece," uh, is for children. Since we're talking about children before, given your history with Supergirl and your and your work with Greek mythology, do you see any correlation between the two? 
That's such a great question. I have to do just a minor correction because I've just released my fifth children's CD called oh. The Ugly Duckling, which um, it's just come out literally in the last week. You can get it on Amazon, iTunes, CD Baby. And that, oh, that story is very near and dear to my heart. But in terms of the direct question around Greek mythology, um, I, I don't know how that's affected. I've loved Greek myths forever, similar with the Ugly Duckling story and different fairy tales that just, I don't know, I've just resonated with. The, I would love to be able to just spit out what the Supergirl mythology, how that relates in Greek mythology, like, look, there's Persephone and Demeter, that's definitely, or it's right. really seen, or, but there's not really, it kind of is its own thing, interestingly. Mm. Um, and what I'm hoping for with the CBS series is that they've cracked the code so that it really will be wildly successful, but beyond anyone's imagination. And I think the reason is because they are now not treating Supergirl as if it's just a Superman in a skirt. Mm, she right. really has these other things that she's navigating that make her more human and relatable and vulnerable. And I think we, they had that in the original movie that I was in, but they've really made it into an art in this one. And, and Melissa Benoist is so fabulous and funny and moving and quirky and, and I just think, I mean, I just think the world of her and that I, I can't imagine people aren't going to respond to her in a positive way. She seems fantastic. I mean, from what we've seen, uh, I think, you know, all the fans are really, really jazzed and, and energized um, by her. She gives off just this like warm, fun energy, this quirky energy that I think we're she all really, really does. Yeah. Just so sweet. Absolutely. And did, I mean, did you give her any advice about you know inheriting the role any anything that, that you remembered um we talked a little we talked a, a bit about the training and about having um like i remember my very good friend was my stunt double and she was sharing the same thing about how how fond she was of the of the woman playing who's her stunt double and there we, we i just shared with her how important that kind of having that sort of someone who has your back kind mm. of feeling is and you know, to me, the biggest hurdle in front of her um, is she's so good and so wanting to just do a good job. And, you know, it's very, very intense, difficult. Um, before you even make a superhero show, doing a one-hour show, it's they're usually between 12 to 15 hours a day at best. Like, sometimes it goes mm -hmm. even more than that. And because she's in everything, so to me not necessarily advice but like my hope is that she will be looked after properly and not um just not work too hard because you you know people want this to go a long time and you know figure out ways to just just make it a, just make it really enjoyable for the whole run because <laughs> i i think it'd be very hard to keep up when you're carrying a show like this with this much special effects and mm. this much um, wire work and you know it's they're they're really it's pretty amazing what she's doing in just one episode much less 12 22 right you know uh -huh. on and on 
It's amazing. It's amazing when you look at you know what what you did in 1984 and how you know what a what a obviously a big spectacle it was and, and a great technical achievement at the time and and how you know now fast forward a few years and and that's that's what they're doing on a weekly on a weekly TV show. You yeah, know, it's, it's hard to believe. I mean, I I don't know enough about it to tell you about just the technical side of adding more days if you're going to do one hour. But my hunch is because now there seems to be so much. Um, you know, the superhero world is just all over television right now. I I, I can't imagine there's not going to be a little more like, okay, wait, this is a different animal than just your straightforward one-hour show. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to add more days or we need to figure out what's up or something like that because it's, it's really intense. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I certainly wouldn't be surprised. So listen, uh, we want to be respectful of your time, and we thank you so much. Thank you, thank you so much, and good luck. Thank you, thank you so much. Have a great day. All right, take care, guys. All right, take Thanks. care. You too. Bye. Bye. Well, that was our interview with Helen Slater. I uh, was speechless most of the time, if you <laughs> couldn't tell. She was such a lovely, lovely woman. Um, what a great she's conversation. Charming, yeah, charming. She's wonderful. And it's interesting that we've now watched two. We've watched three live action Supergirls. Yes. Um, well, at least they're. Am I, I'm not missing any. No. Um, no. Soon to be three. So yeah. soon to be three. But they all seem to be very lovely, charming people. And even though, let's say, like Laura Vandervoort on Smallville was like a hard nose Supergirl, like she's yeah. very direct. She was more um, of like a petulant teenager, but that was just her character. She she character. herself is a sweet, sweet girl. Sweet yes, woman. exactly. But all of these actresses who have played this. Um, played this character. I've always been like these whimsically charming people, and yeah. I think that's, that speaks a lot for the character in itself to maybe draw this type of person to it. Or agreed. I don't know. Yeah, it's great. Agreed. Um, yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. It was. It was it really was. great. It was a great. Ch- I'm really glad we were able to speak with her. Um, that was really really great. I'm always yeah. glad to really speak with you too, Frank. Oh just well, so you're aware. Well, you know, if people want to hear us speak to each other every week, um, they can do that by well, going to. Can't. Super- no, they can. They can. Pretty soon, we're going to be talking every week. <gasps> yeah. It's a big commitment, Frank. I don't know um, if I'm to be your friend every week. Well. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you already are my friend every week over at BeerWithGeeks.com. On our, oh, I, our, I am your friend every week. Every week. <laughs> but but uh, if they want to hear more Supergirl talk from us, they can go to SupergirlTVTalk.com. They can follow us at TV Supergirl on Twitter. Um, they can find us on iTunes. Leave us reviews. Those reviews really help us a lot. Um, tell us what you thought of the interview with Helen Slater. Um, that would that would be a big uh, big help, or even just a just a star rating. You know, just a good old good old. These guys talked to Helen Slater and they were awesome. Five stars. Um, yeah, no, that that would help us a lot. Even if you didn't write anything, uh, we would appreciate that a lot. Help us help us get the uh, get the vibes out there and uh, get to the top of the iTunes list as we get closer and closer to to the show premiering. So, uh, um, I have a review here if you'd like me to read it. Ooh, why don't we read a review? I would love to read a review um i have here from kraus 0313 said only the best exclamation point i said exclamation point he didn't write that five stars this is one of the best supergirl podcasts out there the hosts are very knowledgeable and passion for the show shows no bounds keep up the great work guys another oh, exclamation thank you point so that was much. very nice very nice thank you I always like being called knowledgeable because I really am a dumb man masquerading as a smart one. So, oh. <laughs> well, you know your you know your super stuff. You know, you know, yes, you know yes. your DC. I do. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, those are all the the best ways to find us. Um, we're also part of 
the Superman Podcast Network and DC, DC TV Talk. Um, so uh, check those out as well. And uh, we'll be back soon with, with more Supergirl news and, and reviews. And we are, uh, we are just a few weeks away now. We are in October. We're just a few weeks away from the pilot airing at the end of this month. So um, stay tuned, Supergirl Nation. We'll be back soon. Frank, it was lovely to chat with you. Lovely to chat with Ms. Helen Slater. Absolutely. And uh, we'll be back. We'll see you soon. We'll be back soon. Up, up, and away.